an entitled Karen attempts to steal my Nintendo Switch, as well as all of my games, and then tries to get me arrested, claiming that I'm a thief. Things got so bad that the cops had to show up. Here's what happened. To preface this, I recently graduated from a university and landed myself a pretty well-paying job working as an analyst for a major banking company, and my first day is the week after next. A couple of months ago, I moved to a gated apartment complex in a wealthy suburb of D.C. and have been making use of their gym. On days that I work my upper body, I use a game called Fitness Boxing 2 with their in-gym punching bag. Now, my community frequently does apartment tours, and that includes their facilities. So I will see one of the employees walking around with people, and earlier today was no exception. There was a woman with her 8 or 9-year-old son walking with an employee. This kid immediately takes interest in the game I'm playing, and I offered to let him try it out. But his mom called him back, and I was nearly done anyway. So I put my Switch in its case and put it in the cubbies that people put their things in. Now, a few minutes later, I'm on one of the other pieces of equipment, and I see the kid walking out with his mom carrying my Nintendo Switch case. I immediately knew it was mine because I have a very brightly colored one. But even then, I go to double check if my Switch is gone, and lo and behold, it sure enough was gone. Now, everyone's been that annoying kid at some point, so I'm actually not particularly mad. I catch up to them and the tour guide and speak to the mom, telling her that her son walked out with my Nintendo Switch. I figured she would just be embarrassed and have him give it back to me, treating it like a lesson learned or something like that. But instead, she takes it from him and says, No, that's his game. You must be mistaken. At this point, I was completely bewildered. My initial reaction was, This isn't funny, because I could not fathom how someone could be so quick to lie about something as expensive as this. Now I look at the tour guide, and I don't know her really, but we do see each other on a regular basis, as I'm personally really trying to be consistent with going to the gym. She knows it's mine, and tries to ask the woman if she's sure, and of course, this is when she gets angry, and says that if I keep harassing her and her family, she will call the police. On one hand, I'm like, good, call them, because I can readily prove it's mine, so that would be no problem. On the other hand, I'm a muscular man, and not just a muscular man, I'm also a black man, so having to deal with cops in this nature always stresses me out. And when you're getting in an argument with some hysterical crazy lady, you have to pick your words very, very carefully. So, of course, she says she's going to call the cops, yelling and screaming that a scary muscular man is harassing her and her son and trying to steal his game. And like I said, this is a wealthy suburb, so a police officer is going to be on the scene within minutes. I have to thank my lucky stars that the cop was smart enough to not immediately take sides and simply walked up to ask what was going on. So, of course, I let her go first with her once again saying that I've been following her and her son and that I'm trying to grab his game. And after the cops look me up and down, I put on my calmest, most domicile voice to say, that is not her son's switch, it is mine. He took it from my gym cubby, and if you have her open the case and turn it on, I will prove that it's mine instantly, because my Switch has a lock on it. And this is when the tour lady also says that she's pretty sure it's mine. For those of you who don't know, you can jerry-rig a lock code onto a Nintendo Switch using the Parental Controls app. That way, you can ensure that you have to put a pin code in just to use the Switch. The entitled Karen, of course, doesn't want to do that, saying that I've caused her all this trouble, but luckily the cop wanted to hear me out. So 
this woman takes the switch out of the case and turns it on. Firstly, I point to the profile at the top, which has a character depiction that looks like me. This woman manages to turn on a dime and say that they just recently bought it from a friend, and that friend just happened to look exactly like me. So I responded with, did that friend give you the parental controls password? She says, that's mine. I'm the parent. So I look at her smugly and say, so turn it on. She responds and says, I don't have to show you anything. She immediately turns it off again and tries to put it away. But luckily, once again, this cop doubles down and says, no, you have to show that it really is yours. She turns it on and pauses because she has absolutely no idea how it works. So I kindly say that you have to press the button at the top of the screen in order for the pin to come up. Once she does that, I get my phone out and I get ready. So she tries to put in a random combination and of course it doesn't work. And the interesting thing about the switch parental controls is that if you put in the wrong one, it sends a notification to the app. So within 30 seconds, I was showing this cop that I was getting notifications that the pin was inputted incorrectly. After being proven wrong, finally, this woman starts apologizing, saying it was an honest mistake and hands me back my switch and the case and has the audacity to ask the tour lady to continue the tour. The cop chimes in and says that it would be best that she leaves the premises and says that he's going to escort her to the car. This is when she gets mad at the complex and says that she's never giving them her business. All this while she gets walked out the door. And that's honestly what ticks me off. There is no happy ending. I have every game I've ever bought in four years on that Switch in this case. So between all of my games as well as the Switch, this entitled Karen stealing this from me would have been absolutely tragic. If the cop had immediately been against me, I probably would be in jail right now. I would have lost my job that I haven't even started yet, as well as all the work I put in for the past years just to get where I'm at. All for something that they would have quickly found out that they can't even use in the first place. And all she got was a nice stroll to her vehicle. I guess that's better than potentially having her and her stupid gremlin child as a neighbor. This is a crazy story. I can't believe someone would be so willing to lie about something that they definitely don't own. Like, I see these types of stories so often that it really leads me to believe that if people have the chance, they really will do something crazy dishonest just for some piece of tech or some property that they really want. Like, the dishonesty in this story is just unbelievable. I can't imagine being in that situation and having some crazy lady trying to take your property. And this guy has it right. Imagine trying to have her as a neighbor. Do you know how miserable that would be? That would be horrific. And worst of all, this guy's correct. He could have lost everything if this cop wasn't on his side and didn't want to do the right thing. It really does suck that there wasn't anything further this original poster could do to maybe even charge this lady with trying to steal his property. But at the bare minimum, at least he got his Nintendo Switch back. As well as all of those games. The original poster goes on to say that everything, including his games and the Switch, costs him well over a thousand dollars. And that is so much money to lose all of the sudden to some crazy Karen trying to take your stuff. So good for him for getting all of his stuff back, as well as setting up parental controls so that he needs a password just to get in. That is really smart, and I'm going to start doing that myself. So hopefully no more Karens come into his apartment complex, and he's able to work out and enjoy his Nintendo Switch in peace. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own story. Am I the Jerk for kicking my sister and her friends out of my house after they ruined my kitchen and made a complete mess. I live with my younger sister and my mom in a nice apartment that has two floors. My mom works a part-time job as a cleaner at a school. When it comes to friends, 
friends. My mom doesn't want them in our apartment while she's gone. I follow that rule very well because all my friends live very far from me. However, my younger sister constantly breaks that rule. Most of the time, when my mom is gone, my sister sneaks her friends into our house and it really infuriates me because I like to clean up the house while she's gone because that way it's quiet. However, she brings her friends into my house specifically while I'm cooking. Most of the time when I cook, I cook with oil because we have a ton of meat in our house. Every time they come in while I'm cooking, they try and act like Gordon Ramsay and tell me how to cook my food, what seasonings to use, and other stuff like that. One time, they actually told me to use sage for chicken, and in my opinion, that's a bad idea. I tell them to get out of my house because I'm cooking with oil, and I don't want their parents to yell at me if they get splattered with the hot oil and burn themselves. Well, one day, when I'm preparing chicken sandwiches for my family, my sister brings her friends in the house, and oh boy, was it annoying. They kept coming in my house to try and make TikTok videos, and as a result, they took a bunch of our breakfast sausages out of my freezer and deep fried them. They went into my fridge and kept grabbing bottles of Pepsi without even asking me or my sister. They just grabbed them and went with it. It was absolute chaos. And before my mom had left, the kitchen was clean as a whistle. But once my sister's friends came into the picture, they made that kitchen a complete wreck. At that point, I was just about to lose it. I was so mad that I had to stop myself from grabbing a rubber spatula and starting to hit people. They were making a mess out of my house and violating the privacy of my own family. They kept running in and out of the house, and then they tried to tell me how to cook, telling me that the chicken I pulled out for the sandwiches wasn't done all the way, even though it was the right internal temperature, and I knew what I was doing. At this point, I completely lost it. I yelled at them to get out of my house, and when they refused, I had to personally carry them out of the house myself. So I kick them out and I lock the door so that they could not come back in. And because of that, my sister went in on me. I thought nothing of it and just continued cooking. What I didn't know, however, was that my sister unlocked the door and snuck my friends back in. And before you know it, chaos ensued yet again. I yelled at them to get out again and they refused. And at this point, I'm just ready to give up. But thankfully, my mom came home just in time. And as soon as she stepped into the house, my sister's friends dashed out of the house and I explained to my mom what happened. And then my mom lit into my sister about breaking her one rule. Now my sister and her friends are mad at me and they're calling me a jerk for kicking them out and snitching to my mom. So this begs the question, am I the jerk for kicking them out after they disrespected my home and my mom's kitchen? I don't think you're the jerk at all. I probably would have done the same thing. Like your mom literally set up one ground rule. Don't bring your friends over. And I bet that's also because your place is probably really small. It's two stories, yes, but it's just an apartment. It doesn't have that much space to begin with. Like, if you want to be idiots with your friends, go do that somewhere else. Not in my one place where I have to get stuff done. Like, that's unacceptable. And if that's not bad enough, where they're just going to be loud and obnoxious in your own home, they also start making a mess out of your kitchen. And wasting your food. I would have lost my mind if someone did that. I spend my hard-earned money on my groceries. There's no way someone's going to take my food and disrespect my belongings like that. Absolutely not. So no, you are not the jerk. These people absolutely had it coming and no matter what they say, they're definitely in the wrong in this situation. There's no excuse for that and honestly, I would have done the same thing. My boyfriend keeps receiving text messages from other girls all day, every day and I honestly don't know what to do about it. My boyfriend recently won a prize within the sport that he practices. I'm not going to say which sport it is just to respect his privacy, but this prize is a big deal in his realm and I am so very 
proud of him. The issue with this is that some fans follow along with it. Usually, it's just younger people who have trained for a while or who look up to him for winning. They will message him on Instagram and other platforms, giving their congratulations, asking for advice, or sending pictures that they have taken with him. This is also cute and wonderful, and I love that he is getting recognition for his work. But there is one problem. There is this one girl who I think is taking it a bit too far. They met at the playouts after party, and at first, it was rather innocent. She texted him a picture that she took with him after the tournament, but now she is texting him all the time to say good morning and to ask what he is doing. She will literally reply in three seconds if he texts her back after hours. She will send even more text messages with just random information about her day and what she is up to when he leaves her on read or doesn't reply. She knows he has a girlfriend. He has even sent pictures of us to her to try and just shoot her down when she would ask what he is doing. She has been asking about advice on her own training and trying to learn from him, and that is honestly all fine. But then she will text him about how she wants to go out and drink with friends. He tells her to go with friends from school, and she will be like, no, I mean like real friends. After the tournament, my boyfriend got sick. And so he texted some people about it, including this girl, all because a lot of people got sick afterwards. She replied that she hadn't gotten sick, but she was just dealing with period pains. You know, something totally out of context that you don't really share with other people, especially someone you don't really know, as if it's any of my boyfriend's business. She also texted him sometimes being like, I'm really mad, or I got a bad day, and my boyfriend might ask her what's wrong, and she will just play games and say stuff like, oh, you don't need to know everything. My boyfriend either doesn't reply or just says okay and then one to two hours later she is back again with some other kind of BS honestly I just wish she would go away and that my boyfriend would block her but he says that since they are on the same big team he can't just be rude to her because now he has extra pressure to be a role model because of this prize I kind of see what he means and he has let me read all of their text messages and he doesn't hold any secrets but it's honestly making me incredibly mad I don't know what to do about it or even if I can do anything about it what should I do look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all-new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to download the new bumble now I think your boyfriend needs to just stop responding to this lady altogether. Ghost her completely. It doesn't personally matter if they're on the same team. This lady's overstepping a boundary and it's making you uncomfortable. He needs to not respond to her at all. None of this cute talk, none of these games, nothing. Because personally, nothing will get the message across quicker that you don't want to talk to someone than just straight up ghosting them through text message. And I get he's trying to be a good role model and try and be nice to this person, but this lady's being weird and it's obviously making you uncomfortable and your boyfriend's not helping by saying anything to her. So in my opinion, it's time to cut communications and to stop replying because when he responds to her, he's only encouraging this kind of behavior. And honestly, at this rate, it'll never stop unless he pulls the cord. My boyfriend just moved across the entire country to live with me. And instead of being happy, all I can do is resent him for snoring. And I don't know what to do. My boyfriend and I have been in a long distance relationship for the past two years. And it's been the best time of my life. I love him so much and genuinely don't 
know what I would do without him. And just a few days ago, we finally took the step and moved in together, he moving across the country just to live with me. Before I started dating him, I made a personal rule never to date someone who snored. It's the one and only thing that disrupts my own sleep, and I knew I couldn't stand hearing that for the rest of my life. But I fell so in love, I felt like I could just overlook that part of him. We had visited in person several times before this, and I got to sleep with him several times, and the snoring was always a problem, but it felt manageable with a nose strip on him and earplugs on me. The problem is, after a couple of days of use, the earplugs really started to hurt my ears, and I've tried several different ones. He also snores louder than the earplugs can block, and at one point, I was wearing one of those sleep masks that plays music via Bluetooth directly into your ears over earplugs that I was also wearing, and I could still hear him. The snoring doesn't seem to bother him at all. He gets wonderful night's sleep every night, but I'm losing my mind. I've gotten so little sleep in the past few days, and I'm sitting in the living room half awake right now with a pounding headache from trying to sleep next to him for the past several hours, and I can still hear him snoring in the bedroom. I'm so tired. I'm getting more irritable and snapping at him over small things, and it's over stupid stuff that my boyfriend doesn't deserve to be yelled at over. I've gone basically non-verbal over the past two days because I'm so exhausted and irritable from not sleeping, and I'm worried because my customer service job starts again today, and I know I won't have the energy for it. He already feels guilty about this, and to top it all off, recording his snoring to show him or kicking him out of the bed won't do anything. I feel awful that I'm starting to resent him for something he has no control over. We're both young, we don't have the spare money for a sleep study, especially after spending all the money to drive across the country. I'm not even sure if a sleep study will help. He doesn't seem willing to wear a CPAP machine or get corrective surgery to fix the snoring. That's even more expensive and he's scared of surgery. Losing weight might help, but that is a very long process and won't help me when I need it right now. At this point, falling asleep before him won't even help because his snoring will just wake me up afterwards anyways. This doesn't feel like something I should break up with him over, but I still love this man to death and he just moved across the whole country for me. We're finally living together after all this time and I should feel way more happy than I am but I am so tired. I can't help but think about how much longer I'll be able to deal with this. Is this going to be the rest of my life? They say snoring only gets worse when you get older and I don't know what to do. Making him feel guilty about this won't do anything and it will just put more strain on our relationship which is otherwise perfect. Either way I really feel like I'm going to lose it if I don't get some long uninterrupted sleep soon. What should I do? It sounds like you guys are really against going to see a doctor, but honestly, it sounds like you need to see a doctor. It really sounds like this is a medical issue. And honestly, a sleep study might do you some good. They might be able to get some kind of strategy that helps them in the long run with getting sleep and allowing him to sleep without snoring. Like there really are solutions that he needs to take the steps to do, especially if you want this relationship to work. But I'm really sorry you're not getting a lot of sleep and hopefully this gets sorted out soon because ignoring the problem is definitely not going to do anything for you and if anything it's only going to get worse with time. My fiance's estranged family reached out to me and asked me to help them fix their relationship with my fiance and I'm not sure what to do. My fiance and I have been together for almost four years now. He was in a previous marriage before we met that ended in divorce because his ex-wife had a long-term affair. During their marriage my fiance was diagnosed with cancer and went through a very tough battle. During 
that time, his family found out that his wife was cheating on him all through a third party, but they didn't tell him because he was very sick. They basically hid the truth from him and let his ex-wife be around him. My fiance thankfully won his battle and towards the middle of his recovery, his ex-wife came clean because she felt guilty. She told him that she wanted to come clean before his family convinced her to keep quiet for his sake. My fiance felt betrayed by both his wife and family and when he got better, he divorced her and eventually moved away from the city he, his ex-wife, and his family lived in. He very rarely speaks to his family, maybe two to three times a year, and they tend to be very short and superficial conversations. His relationship with his family is very strained and practically non-existent. I've never met any of his family members for the entire time we've been together, and they haven't come to visit, and he hasn't gone to visit them. Today, I revived a message on social media from what seems to be his older sister. I have no idea how she found me, but she seems to know about how my fiancé and I are engaged. Long story short, she asked if I could help reunite my fiancé and his family. She talked about them maybe flying to our city and asked if I could somehow get my fiancé to meet them. I haven't responded to her and I don't know if I should. She explained why they didn't tell him about his cheating wife. According to her, they didn't want to bring any more suffering and pain, which I somehow get. I also very much get and respect how my fiancé feels. Even before the whole cheating thing, my fiancé said he's had a problem with his family in the past. It seems he's always had a difficult relationship with his family. Basically, I wanted to ask what you would do in this situation. Do I try to help them or do I just ignore his sister's message? I think that sometimes in life, we might need others to encourage us into doing something we don't want to do because it could ultimately benefit us further down the road. But at the same time, we shouldn't push or force people into doing something that they're not comfortable with. What should I do? This is a really rough situation because I can only imagine being your fiance. They were literally lied to in one of the most vulnerable situations of their lives. Not only from their significant other who was actively cheating on them, but also from their family who could have told them and basically started this process sooner. Not to mention the fact that he was battling cancer. So I totally understand why they decided to cut them off. But I think whatever you do decide to do, you most definitely need to talk about this with your fiance first. I think it would be a terrible idea to get involved with his family and try and reunite him with them in any sort of way without his consent first. I would tell him straight up, hey, your sister contacted me. How would you like me to go about handling this? And then you take it from there because I really think you going behind his back and doing this without his knowledge would be a terrible move. Like he already doesn't trust his family to a certain extent. Why on earth would you want to make it so he doesn't trust you either? So talk to him first and figure out the next move because he has a much better picture of how these people actually are. And the last thing you want to do is try and bring other people back into his life that are incredibly toxic and are only going to do him harm. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.